Hello everyone, my name is Monica Gleberman, and you're listening to Silence On Set Podcast. Today is a quick clip of the cast of The Gray Man who attended their Netflix premiere in LA. First up is Chris Evans. Yeah, the Russo brothers were a big part of it. Any chance to get to work with them, I'll jump at it. Uh, so yeah, that, that was the biggest attractive element. Uh, facial hair, wardrobe, all those things help bring a character to life, and, and that, that certainly was a big part of it. Yeah, you gotta do the fight training, and I mean, that's, that's, that's stuff I'm used to, so, so I felt right at home. Here's Ryan Gosling. I always wanted to make an action movie. It was definitely on my list of things to do. It took me a while to get there, but you know, I, there's a lot of good ones, so I was sort of waiting for the right one, and this, this was the one. Definitely the Russo brothers, you know, having never done this before and, and having this be as, as massive as it was, I felt, you know, you know, like they could drive, and I was happy to go along for the ride. Here's Stephen McFeely. This is our fifth movie together. Uh, you know, we've had a shorthand since 2012. Uh, uh, all of my work is really in great hands when I turn them over to them, and then it's always really collaborative, and we just keep keep iterating, as they say. Um, so uh, it's it's I, I, I'm very fortunate that my career has sort of slid into working with Joe and Anne. I have since inhaled all of Greeny's books, and I'm so I'm very excited for the possibility that the franchise might keep keep going. A kick-ass female heroine uh, would be was very welcome and that we tried really hard to sort of give her a number of dimensions and hopefully in the future even more. And the idea that this might appeal to a younger generation is, is exciting to me and, and, and I would like to, to continue forward with that. Here are the directors, Joe and Anthony Russo. I mean, we love esp espionage films. We love spectacle filmmaking. This is a giant event movie that with relentless action in it. It's big. It's fun. We have the most incredible cast you could ever hope for. So, you know, what reason should we not make this movie? You know, we couldn't find a reason not to make it. We like to build out a, a detailed universe. We like, you know, rich characters that interacting with each other. We have to see where it goes. You never know. The audience could tell us uh, uh, um, something different and then we'll go on and tell a different story. But, um, you know, it's always, always the intention uh, uh, to tell a bigger story and then see where it goes from there. You know, that's our taste. You know, Joe and I, when we go to the theater, the experience we're craving is a theater, is, a, is one that, a movie that gives you everything. It makes you laugh, it makes you cry, it scares you, thrills you, makes you think. Uh, we like the whole range of human emotions and, and thoughts. Uh, so we try to recreate that same kind of experience. So for as hard-hitting uh, as the action can be, uh, we want we want to have moments. Of it was really Chris's idea. I mean, while we were working on Avengers Endgame with him, we asked him, what do you want to do next? And he said, listen, I'm in a great place in my career. I feel really comfortable about the future. I just want to take risks moving forward. And so, you know, Anthony and I were working on the script for The Gray Man for a second time. And we thought, you know what, why don't we cast him as a sociopathic, completely insane villain and let him have a lot of fun. We knew it looked amazing, uh, but no, it, it's, yeah, it's going beyond he what hit, we could have been He meticulously there. hid that mustache. For months, he did because he knew. He didn't Chris know. knew what was going to happen. I know we were yeah. we were like, come on, come man, on, don't worry it's about not that it. It's big not a big deal. deal. Yeah. Now it's now he wouldn't let know. anybody take his photograph because he knew once it was out, man, it was out. Because yeah. Anna's a complete badass. I mean, she's just fantastic in this role. Um, it was important for us to have a, a credible, strong 
female character opposite him, not a love interest, has her own agenda in the film, uh, and uh, and it's my favorite part of the movie is watching the two of them banter and bicker with each other as they try to negotiate, uh, you know, the gauntlet that they both have to run in this film. You're now listening to Alfre Woodard. The truth is that we are the stronger gender, uh, psychologically and certainly physically, uh, and it's it's uh, it's about time that it's reflected, you know, in our films. So, and I think. I think most young men, boys, and young women and girls know that, but uh, the more you put it into the popular culture in terms of the art that we, and entertainment we, we uh, produce, the more it'll, it'll uh, sort of domino over into people's everyday lives. It's CIA gone bad, uh, so there's no... There's no foreign element, there's no, the enemy is within. And, uh, and so it has to do with a lot with ethics and your responsibilities uh, to the whole, but it just has to be kick-ass and everybody's got like explosives. The thing that I love about it, it's that old-fashioned, yeah, there's some blasts and things, but there's a, it's that old-fashioned just <laughs> kicking butt. Here's Anna de Armas. They presented it to me as a, you know, it had to be, it's like this very strong woman. And like, just not strong just physically because of her background training, military training and experience, but also like mentally, obviously, you know, to be a special secret agent, you have to be mentally strong. And then of course that was part of the, just the beginning, because then when I started like the real training, you know, it was a, a learning process also for me, like to get to know my strengths, what I was really good at and what I was not very good at. So I think we kind of like molded her as we were going and like feeling who she was. It, it, this was another level of training and commitment and discipline and, and it took a lot from me and my, you know, all the energy and attention. Next on the red carpet is Regé Jean Page. I mean, no one gets to be, no one has to be roped in. The Russo's give you a call and they say, we had this awesome script, give it a read. It was fun from beginning to end. It had Ryan and Chris attached. It had this incredible cast all the way through. It was the most fun that I was going to have all year. And so I, I came running, screaming towards this script. And he's extremely morally flexible. He is a pragmatist who gets stuff done and doesn't let little things like a conscience get in his way. Oh, it's a privilege. Like, you will never in your life get to be in an ensemble this strong. And it's, it's, it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. So it's, it's knowing you can walk on set every day and absolutely everyone is working at the highest standards in the world. The stunt teams are the best in the world. The directors are the best in the world. The cast are the best in the world. And it's a thrill and a challenge to keep up with those standards. Here's Henry Jackman talking about his character. It's not like you haven't seen an action movie before. Uh, people who've seen Bourne or Bond, you know, it's not like this genre doesn't exist. But what doesn't exist is the way Joe and Anthony go about doing it, you know, it's just nothing like it. Uh, and, and like from the get-go, it's just, it's just their take on, on, a, on a genre that has been knocking around, but not, not like this. Their directorial spin on this kind of movie is just nothing like anything else. And so, I, you know, Joe and Anthony, they kind of make me work hard. I had to sort of do the same thing with the music in that if you listen to the score, you can detect little bits of lineage from like 
bit of Bond, bit of John Barry or Mancini, but then it's got a whole load of um, contemporary influences and it's all kind of mixed up a bit. Here's Billy Bob Thornton. I knew the pedigree of the Russo brothers and uh, when I read the script, I liked the part that they wanted me to play, you know, and I go strictly by the script. And uh, when I saw that the guy played a, uh, a spy, but a guy who was a protector, I, I like that because I'm a parent. So when I think of my kids, I thought, yeah, I got to do this part. Well, I mean, I think audiences naturally like movies that move fast and have a lot of action. So I think they'll like it for that reason. But I think this movie also goes you know, deeper in the sense that the characters are well drawn. They're not just there to be moved around in action scenes. So I think that's really the main thing. Next up is the creator of the book, Mark Greeny. It's amazing. And, you know, I read the scripts along the way that the Russo brothers did and got to see an early version of the film and saw how the actors elevated the script, which was elevated from the book. And so it's just been a wonderful to, to be a collaborator, collaborator on this. They had me come out here to, to L.A. right before they started writing the script. And I spent a couple days with them and, and um, I just believed in them, which, you know, you don't always believe in people in Hollywood. I don't know if I'm telling you something you don't know, but uh, they, were, they were just very straightforward. I saw that they saw the character the way I did and they saw the story the way I did. And we were both fans of 80s action films. So I'm like, OK, I'm in really good hands. They did a fantastic job. The, the character played by uh, Rega Jean Page is I, he's a, a version of a character from my book, but He's really elevated it, and it's, it, it's there's a lot of like clever relationships with, between the different characters that I didn't even envision when I wrote this story. Of course, the Russo brothers want to make more of these films. When I wrote the book, I was just trying to get a book deal. I was trying to hold a book in my hand that I wrote, so I wasn't thinking down the road like that, but they did an amazing job. So to see this thing just get bigger and bigger and bigger and to feel like I've collaborated on this big blockbuster, you know, I'm a guy from Tennessee, and, and this is not a normal you know, experience for me, so it's really fascinating. Uh, Ryan Gosling's character and Julia Butter's character, Claire, the relationship between the two of them is really the heart of the story, and it can get lost in the big stuff, but the, the, the writing and the acting was so good that it doesn't get lost, and that's a really poignant, uh, important part of the story. Here's Julia Butters. We felt like family in real life. Our, we met on the way up to go film a scene, and just immediately we knew what we were doing, and I'm just so so thankful to be able to work with Billy. He's so talented and I'm always constantly amazed by him. I think they're gonna love the way the Russo brothers made it into this action-packed film with heart and in-depth characters. I think that's a very special thing to keep in mind when doing an action movie because you can get lost in the stunts, which is which are amazing. I will warn you, they are so breathtaking. So I I really hope that they understand, people watching it understand how hard we all worked on this. And finally, here's Jessica Henwick discussing her experience filming The Gray Man. I do remember thinking to myself, like, I wonder if I'll ever have a premiere at the Chinese. And uh, lo and behold, 12 years later, here I am. I was a huge fan of the Russos. You know, they're at the top of the game uh, for a good reason. They're very, very talented, really nice. They have a great reputation amongst actors. And then I saw Chris and Ryan were attached, and I'm just such big fans of both of them, I, I had to say yes. It was a pleasure. It was a really relaxed set, one of the most relaxed ones I've ever, ever been on. Um, if we, at the top of the day, we would all talk about the scene, and if we needed to talk a little longer, we would just sit down, and, and there, was, there was never any pressure from Netflix or any producers going like, wrap it up, wrap it up, we've got to start filming. It, it, it was... 
it was a pleasure to have the time and space and support from Netflix to really make it right. Hope you guys enjoyed another one of our quick clips to experience what it feels like interviewing cast members during a premiere. We spoke to the entire cast of The Gray Man. We have plenty of content to come, including a bonus episode. So stay tuned. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you're updated on all of our latest podcasts. And check out our YouTube videos so you can see the action live. Thank you guys so much.